This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com storybrook. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is our new Once Upon a Time podcast. Uh, we are both uh, fans of the show. I, I think that's fair to say. Completely. Completely. from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is Sneezy, Happy, I, I don't know, which dwarf it, she dis- <laughs> which is the dwarf she despises. We also talk about ABC's hit series <laughs> Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm spectacular. How are you? I'm great. It's a, it's a very important episode for us today. I, I, I believe it's episode, as it says above you, above your head there, oh, 100. Way. 100! Woo! Which, mind-blowing, we made it 100 episodes. Episodes. It wow. was like two months ago. It was uh, like our second year anniversary, and now it's our hundredth episode. And pretty soon, it's going to be our hundred and seventeenth episode, which we and, all know, and you know is what? important. I don't even hate you yet. Good. Isn't that impressive? I, I wish I could say the same. Oh. <laughs> but uh, before we get started with our main uh, episode discussion about the big, epic, movie-length episode, Smash episode the Mirror, too. I, I thought we should do a toast this uh, for be the 100th episode. The so okay, hold on. Don't aim that at any of the lights, because <laughs> don't aim it at me. Please. We got the bubbly. The okay. bubbly. Yes, we, bubbly. Uh, we, we did get some, uh, sh- some bubbly magic juice to celebrate, because, well, you have to, right? So... I, I feel really weird because we have a, another camera up here shooting <laughs> <laughs> shooting us for a, it's a, another project. <laughs> and uh, it's a, every time I look up Ready? there, I see myself. I'm going to try. Okay, let's I've see I've never here. done this. I Pop don't in some champagne. Let's try it. Is it going to work? I have no muscles. Is it going to work? Do you want me to try it? <laughs> Hold on. I think it's just going to be a... Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> That's what you get with the cheap stuff. Congrat- let's not pour it over the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I have my patented uh, Magic Juice Princess Cup here. So, uh, yeah, and we will have a lot of uh, magic uh, juice, magic juice, and emotional uh, stuff here. I'll, sh- I'll show the camera, the champagne, and the Princess Cup. Uh, you know, I, I, a lot, of, a lot of special stuff for the hundredth episode. A lot of uh, hem hawing, a lot of uh, blowing smoke up our own butts, and everything. <laughs> 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 nice. You got it there? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to was fill it like a, a goblet. I was oh, a toast. a toast. Here is to 100 episodes. May, may there be at least 35 more. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Ah, ah, good old champagne. Good old cheap champagne. I usually only have champagne on like uh, New, New Year's? Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, but I will take more in a minute. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Well, we should go, probably go ahead and get started talking about this week's episode, so why don't you take it away with the rhyming episode this summary. This should be interesting. I'm getting more champagne. Oh, goody. Okay. An epic two-parter happened this week. The apprentice was featured, but he didn't squeak. A deal with the Snow Queen in exchange for a hat. Anna and Elsa have a spitter of spats. Emma hurts Henry, then rejects her powers. The magic Rumpel's box is keen to devour. Hook tries to warn her. <laughs> the Charmings don't care. The Snow Queen is trapped all alone in her lair. 
Arendelle's frozen and the Snow Queen draws nearer in this week's epic episode, Smash the Mirror. Smash the Mirror. So, we both hated it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely despise it. This is actually yeah. Haterade. Yeah, I, we're actually we're, we're drinking a farewell toast to Once Upon a Time. No. No, we actually we really loved, loved it. it. We, we really, really loved it. Loved. I will mention uh, someone in our chat uh, said uh, we have the best theme song ever because we actually played it on the live stream tonight. Which and, we don't normally do. And I, I'd like to uh, give credit to uh, my old high school buddy, Stephen Carroll, for uh, – for providing that he actually uh, i did uh, some animated titles for a show called sword and laser a few years back uh-huh. and i i didn't know they had a title so i had it i commissioned a title from him and they already had a title so i kept it around and then used oh, it this when- was for sword and laser yeah, originally, nice. I, like I basically, uh, nice. I, I wanted him to do something that was like CBS Story Break, an old '80s TV show. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, when we started this show, greetings from Storybrook, nice. I decided to go ahead and use it. Okay, so what did you think of the episode overall, Amory? I loved it. It was you awesome. It? it was there was just so much craziness going on. It was it was just mm-hmm. fun. Oh yeah, and it, it was, a, and I don't mean this in a negative way Uh-oh. at all. It, it was a slog, like it, it, it in a good way. It was long. I, I guess it another way you long. could put it is an epic journey. It was <laughs> like, definitely an epic. It, it was journey. a slog for the characters. It was fun to watch, though. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and get started talking about the meat of the episode here. Okay. Uh, first of all, wanted to uh, the the main uh, thing that I wanted to talk about this week, uh, which is it, hilarious that this is the main thing I think that we both took away from it. Mm-hmm. Just saying, was I, I wanted to talk a little bit about all, all the stuff that happens with the book and the new page in this episode. Uh, but in order to talk about that, uh, obviously, first we have to mention. Uh, Robin and Regina finally consummated they, um, their. Yeah, they, they had some champagne themselves. They took a nap, <laughs> as it as it as it was put in or, the crypt. Yes, which is a, not a very romantic place at all. No, but if they didn't leave, it wasn't happening again. Yeah, I guess. they just stayed. It was still just the first time. I, I, I think they probably could have left and come back, and it I think been it would okay. have been okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. But it, it was a uh, it, it was uh, nice to see them finally kind of. Uh, you know, get together and everything. But at the same time, I thought Robin was a little little too uh, chipper about the whole situation after he's been, you know, Robin Hood face for the past several episodes, anguishing over it. He's been anguishing. But, you know, I think he's finally admitting to himself, to everyone, anyone. Mm-hmm. He loves Regina. He doesn't love Marion. Yeah. Like... You can't just stay with somebody because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Also, she's frozen somewhere and doesn't have a heart. <laughs> this is I'm true. just saying let's move on to the living, breathing character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And uh, like, like if anything, it just like kind of struck me a little odd that he was instantly that happy with everything. I mean. Well, yeah, there, there were extenuating <laughs> there naps. There were reasons. Uh, but, you know, they, I figure as long as he doesn't, like, I don't know, go back with Marion and back and forth or something like that. I don't that, see that happening. It, 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 like, I won't lose any respect for the character at all or anything. I don't think that's I have this happen. weird little piece of hair. That, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem okay. with video and live. We groom. Yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, after, after their nap and everything, Regina shares... Um, um, the book with Robin, mm-hmm. and he, he goes off to try and look for some stuff. But throughout he steals the, it. He steals it. Yes, that's the best part. <laughs> Which is is so Robin Hood, mm-hmm. you know, the consummate thief. But uh, Regina, this entire episode, really, in, in in conversations with Robin, with Snow, pretty much any conversation she has with anybody, she she just won't let go of this idea that she's going to have a bad life because she's the bad 
or, or yeah. the bad guy, and she's the villain. And she and, can't change that. Yeah, and villains don't have good lives. I, I, in Amory, I didn't know this word, nihilistic. It's a, it's a, it looks like a jumble of letters on a page. It, it's it's basic, basically sort of like a, a philosophical position where you're like, I can't control the world, therefore I don't care about the world, therefore I just let the world take me sort of thing. Oh, I've been that it, person. Yeah, and, they, and that's, <laughs> hey, that's what... to agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. I see that all the time in you. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, so that's really uh, kind of Regina's perspective in this episode. Right. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, when Robin finds the new page, you know, the alternate timeline and everything, mm-hmm. I, and every character is trying to tell her, no, you can control your fate. You can change where you're going, what you're, what you're going to be. It, you know, it's all up to you. And she's like, no, that's just because you guys are the heroes or whatever. But when Robin gives her the page in the library, the new page that shows their alternate meeting or the alternate timeline meeting, right. I, I think it finally drives the point home for her. And, and it, it, the, the appearance of the new page and stuff kind of, uh, I don't know, struck me as a, a little odd. Like I almost, I almost started thinking, well, I wonder if we're even going to meet the author now. Like, it doesn't, from a thematic standpoint, it doesn't necessarily seem like it matters much even more, or anymore. Like, uh, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, uh, even if they do eventually find the author, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to be what we've been presented with Operation Mongoose this entire season, where they're going to find the author to change the story to give her her happy ending. Well, yeah, it's not that. Yeah, I think in this episode, Regina realizes that she's the only person who can give her her own happy ending, or herself a happy ending. And even if they find the author, there's going to be something else going on with him besides trying to get him to rewrite the book at this point. Right. Because thematically, I think they've said that, you know, it really doesn't the book really doesn't matter it's more you know personal actions and everything i think the author's still important Very i think much. we're probably oh, absolutely we have to know who the author is yeah i think we're probably still going to meet him him or her this season i just don't necessarily think that uh you know it's going to be operation mongoose important gotcha. i i also kind of got the impression and I'll, I'll just say this and we'll just blow past it like i never even said it okay i'm thinking right now that the apprentice mm-hmm. is actually the sorcerer mm-hmm. and is also actually the author. I'm thinking they're all three, one and the same, that weird bearded guy. But now he's in a hat. He is in a hat right now. Okay. I feel like he wouldn't have got into the hat that easy if he was the sorcerer. So do I. But at the same time, I also think maybe if the sorcerer was trying to get the hat back, being inside it might be a good place to do that from. Mm, we'll Letting himself be captured might be. It, it just I don't seems, know, he didn't go in very willingly to me. But you know, you know, the apprentice, like he, he just he, he seems like he he has more power than he's letting on. Like, well, yeah, that's absolutely true. And I mean, he again, he could just be working as an agent of the sorcerer too. But uh, you you had some stuff you wanted. to I say. I did have some stuff on the page and stuff. I um okay, so the page, I think the knave had it. You do? I do. Um, the knave has spent an excessive amount of time in the library, though he didn't know what time they closed. Um, <laughs> and just was like, I will get this six pin, but it's, it's hard, but I can do it. Yeah. Looking through like Alice in Wonderland. And stuff, right. But. He was looking for, right. Because he wanted to see Anna. Um, but you know, it's the knave who suggests that they go to the library. Mm-hmm. It's the knave who sort of distracts Robin by you know looking around mm-hmm. and then magically this page that's neatly folded up is in robin's bag i could see that i could definitely see that he knew something mm-hmm. he knows he knows just as much about that library as bell does yeah th- there's definitely something that 
he he was going there to look for, you know, in the mm-hmm. previous episode with the Alice in Wonderland. Which it could have stuff. been some sort of pages mm-hmm. of some sort. And, and I kind of like his reasoning, too, about, you know, the clock tower being like mm-hmm. the He's where like, everything starts here. Yeah. So, so it makes sense that the library, which is right underneath the clock tower, would be pretty important. Right. too. So exactly. So there's that. Also, as soon as like Robin Hood sees the connection and everything, the knave just disappears mm-hmm. again. He just left. Maybe he's a... I mean, they're bonding. They're, good things are happening. Mm-hmm. And then, whoop, he's gone. Where'd he go? Well, he did have a lunch to get back to. <laughs> he could have brought his lunch with him. <laughs> he probably did in his belly. He I'm probably sure. did. He probably did. I'm sure. Yeah, but he, he just disappeared again. Right. I, so I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe Robin was like, hey, get out of here. My girlfriend's coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, make her calm down or whatever. Okay, uh, let's see here. I The next thing, and the thing, really my favorite thing about the episode, my absolute favorite thing about the episode, was uh, kind of uh, Rumpelstiltskin and sort of the undoing of Mr. Gold, like the nice, responsible part of the group Mr. Gold we've come right. to know over the past season and a half or so. He's a jerk. Yeah, like, it, it's a, he, he's full-on dark one again. There's no moral ambiguity. As he says in the episode, I'm a man who makes selfish decisions. Yep. Uh, then he undoes any good that he's done. And that's exactly what we've seen play over out with him. Over and over again. Over and over and over yeah. again since he became the dark one. And, uh, you know, I, I really think as a character, he, he's come to the realization that he can't change. And so he's kind of just leaning into it. He is. He really is. Like... All these different examples of times that he's changed and been good with mm-hmm. Neil and trying to find Neil and yeah. all of that and Bell and it's just all for naught. Yeah, and it, it's another thing. Like I, like I said, you know, the past like season and a half or so, he's been part of the group, part of the heroes, trying mm-hmm. to save the day and everything. And, and you know, I've kind of got used to that, and it's kind of made him a lot less interesting than he was in the first season, season and a half, when he was unpredictable. You couldn't predict where he was going. Right. You know, you didn't know where his allegiances lie, or you know, uh, what what he was going to do. And I just, I, I love having that sort of mischievous. Who knows what he's going to do? Rumpelstiltskin back. Right. You, you better not be yawning. We I wasn't yawning. I'm not yawning. Here. Nope. There's no yawning uh, up here. Where's my magic juice? Magic juice. Magic juice. Okay, but, uh, you know, Rumpelstiltskin and his, sort of his ambiguous nature and sort of his uh, not knowing where he was going to swerve next was one of the things that really drew me to the show originally. And so it was really good to see that back. Uh, you had something you want to mention here, too? Okay. I don't think that – see, the Rumbles are going to hate me. I don't think Rumpel actually loves Bill. You don't? I think he's using her. Mm-hmm. Because she wholeheartedly believes that he can change. Yeah. Has no clue that she doesn't have the real dagger. Mm -hmm. She trusts him wholeheartedly. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I used a not show appropriate term to describe this situation. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just don't think – I think after all this, like, I think maybe at some point he could have loved her. Mm -hmm. But – He's not trying to. Well, I, I think at a certain it, – it, at one point he loved what she saw in him. 
you know, uh, and I think he even says as much this episode, you know, he loved that she thought he could change. Yes, that's he, what he loves about her is that she thinks he can change. And he like, he loved the idea of changing, but the reality of it, I don't Isn't think. Isn't going to happen. Yeah, he's, he's not too fond of, really, no. at the end of the day. And yeah, she was conspicuously absent this episode, well, too. Well, she was babysitting baby Neil all night. This is true. This is very One true. One of my notes was, where is baby Neil? The next scene, yeah. Belle was watching Neil all night. I was like, there it is. I halfway expected when Hook uh, busted into the antique shop for her to like hear him like leaving the message for Emma or something. Yes. Somebody should have heard that mm-hmm. message. I, I'm sure that's something that's going to come up, you know, next – well, not next week because we're off a week if we're you We're off know. a week. But we have a double episode this week. Sh- yeah. Stick around. Get your magic juice. <laughs> exactly. Get your la, magic la, la, juice. La, la, la. We're going to be here a long, long time. Long time. Uh, but no, I, 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 I'm sure that's going to come up. Like Emma's going to check her messages or something. Mm-hmm. and uh, we're, Well, we're she doesn't have her phone that. because Rumble has the phone. Oh, yeah, he that's true. He showed in the phone and says, she's not going to get your messages. Well, all she has to do is dial her number and then hit star and then type in her passcode. They, that still happens? I guess. I don't know. I remember doing that at one point or another. Okay, so uh, you you uh, had some, uh, some uh, sister issues. I had some sister issues. This entire arc, this whole third magical sister garbage, mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, like I can s- at least slightly see the connection between Snow Queen and Elsa because they're they're blood relatives. Mm-hmm. Sure, we want to you know niece sister whatever. It's all the same. Woo! But Emma wasn't even born yet. What is this magical sister thing? How did she like come up with this? Yeah, like she had these great sisters that were actually supportive, mm-hmm. and then she starts staring in a mirror and seeing badness, and is like, "I need my magical sisters." I'm <laughs> like, "What? Stop it!" Yeah, and it, it, it was like a, a little too like you know through the through the when when she uh, distributed the ribbons and everything, like it it, it seemed a little off from what I was expecting the whole sister thing to be about too. Right? Like, okay, well, she keeps talking about she wants this family that loves her and appreciates mm-hmm. her for who she is. Yeah, lady, you don't have to force people to be your family or your sister by mm-hmm. manhandling ribbons around them <laughs> that take their powers, and now you have their power as well. Well, you know, she did say in the flashback this episode that she she was going to lean into being a monster. I, I think I had in my notes yes. somewhere. Maybe maybe if everyone thinks you're a monster, maybe maybe you should look inside <laughs> a little bit and think. Maybe, maybe I could change from being a monster or maybe I could present myself in a slightly less monstrous way. Right, right. Stop attacking and freezing people. Mm-hmm. For one. Nobody needs a skeleton in the closet. <laughs> um, but um, what my next note was, you shouldn't have to convince someone to be your family like this crazy lady. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. Oh, for sure. She's absolutely bat crazy. Yeah, but I, I think uh, like the justification for the sister, for Emma, all that is she needed to find someone as powerful as her and Elsa who, who was going to embrace it as fully as she had. And I'm as sorry, she, Regina? Well, yeah, Regina could work, There were so too. many other powerful, but magical... But Regina's not blonde. They have to be Neither blonde. was Elsa's mom. Elsa's mom was a redhead. Trivia. Trivia. She dyed her hair red. She was actually blonde. No. I don't know if that's no. true at all. The small seven-year-old chasing a kite did not dye her hair red in Arendelle. They use berries in Arendelle. <sighs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I completely agree. Like, this, the sister thing has, like has always felt to me just like a half step off of where – the good, the good idea in there, you know what I mean. But I, I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- there was enough 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, Hope does have a point. She's sitting here like, why isn't Regina considered a magical sister? But then mm-hmm. realize Elsa, Emma, and Ingrid were all born with magic, as where Regina learned the magic. So there's uh, like a different thing. I hear one second. What? What are you doing? Oh, you're turning things off. Don't mind this strange. You should see Dog Boy like way <laughs> big in there. So. Yeah, I was just uh, turning something back on there. On uh, and off and on yeah. and off. Let's see here. Okay, uh, well, we'll get back into this discussion Ooh, here in a minute. Amy, yes, oh. Blue Fairy. She should be a magical sister, but maybe that's she, because she's a fairy and not mm-hmm. a human. Well, I, I would imagine they're probably saving Blue Fairy for, uh, well, you know what? I'm going to save it for later, but for a certain. You have a thing? A certain uh, quest that one of our characters is going to go on. How do you? things uh, or not i don't know things it's, well, a, like, theory. it's, it's a theory it's a theory it's just a theory just oh, a theory he doesn't share his theories okay, okay so uh let's see here uh, we, we're, we're gonna take a little Which? break here and uh get a little mushy for a second oh we get mushy gonna get a little more magic juice get here tissues. okay first Anne marie i think i'll go ahead and give you the opportunity if you want to uh, sure. turn to the camera here and I'm turn to the camera make sure it's heartfelt <gasps> I address our listeners on this, the occasion of our hundredth episode. He's taking me by surprise. Go ahead. Thank you, 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 thank you. No, seriously, you guys are awesome. Um, I this this show has caused me to have a slight addiction to podcasting. I.e., we started Legends of Gotham and <laughs> new podcast coming soon. No clue what it's going to be about. It's just happening. It will. Um, it's in the very early stages. <laughs> Um, but it's been so cool to be a part of a community, mm-hmm. a very, very, very passionate community <laughs> very passionate. that I do not always agree with, but <laughs> a very fun and involved, um, community. So thank you guys for sticking it out with us. Um, kind of completely shocked that as many of you listen slash watch mm-hmm. as you do, yeah, and we really don't share numbers, but there are a lot of you. There we are we a really lot of appreciate you. it. And we're kind of surprised by that. Still, like. <laughs> kind of makes me nervous going on camera sometimes. I'm like, oh, there's, yeah, a, lot there's a lot of people who can see this. Um, but also, yeah, because, like, in my head, I'm like, this is just like my dad's listening and, like, this person down the street, and that's mm. about it. No, there's a lot more of you. Yeah. It's like you multiply like rabbits. <laughs> it's cool, though. Uh, tell a friend, pass it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you. And oh, let's can we can we share some of the trinkets? Oh, Is this an appropriate trinkets? time to share trinkets? You know what? Let's save that for because we're going to do a big hundredth episode. You told me to get mushy. Section. The trinkets make me mushy. The trinkets are not mushy yet. We can get They're mushy. Not mushy yet. They don't have magic juice on them yet. We, we will mush the trinkets <laughs> a little later. I don't want to mush the trinkets. Okay, but I get. I okay, guess your I'll, turn to be I'll mushy. give my heartfelt. Uh, Why is that thank a quote? You. Okay, I, yeah, I did air quotes there. No, uh, thank you guys so much for you know uh, listening to us for the past couple of years and everything. It, it, it's been a really great experience. I, I love getting in and digging in and talking about these serialized stories and everything and hearing you guys' theories and coming up with my own and being right most of the time. I'm, you know, it's a burden, but I deal with it. Uh, no, but I, I, I really want to thank you guys. And just like even all the interactions, too, because, you know, about a year ago, I started if I if I noticed someone was a listener to this podcast and they followed my personal Twitter account, mm-hmm. I went ahead and followed them back. Right. And some of the best interactions I have on Twitter these days on my personal Twitter account are, with are from listeners. listeners of this podcast, like people like uh, Jolly Roger Rescue and uh, Mystery Cat 25 and Sean mm-hmm. Piranha and Hope and Woo and Bobby and mm-hmm. Michael Lucero and I'm probably forgetting a ton of people. You really are. There's it's like okay, 20 though, letting it go because it's funny. There's like 20 Amy's. <laughs> <laughs> there are like 20 Amy's. Awesome. But, uh, Amy P is one that comes to mind. Uh, I, 
just all sorts of people that, you know, just completely enrich, uh, you know, my social media experiences, my online experiences. And it's great just to have you guys interacting with us on the podcast, too. And, you know, when I'm having a really crappy day, one surefire way to get get it set right is to, I don't know, uh, go go on to uh, iTunes and look at some of the reviews you guys have left. or. Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, go go back through some of the letters or uh, pop out on an old episode and listen to the listener feedback. So, thank you guys so much for you know all the attention you guys have, have, have uh, given us over the years, and you know, listening to all our stupid theories. <laughs> we really appreciate it. So, exactly. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, speaking of uh, listener appreciation, uh, we did mention uh, when we were selling these T-shirts oh, yeah. a couple weeks back. Uh, the greetings from Storybrooke T-shirts. Uh, that uh, Hope was going to give away a few prizes. Uh, I'm just keep dancing. <laughs> that's fine. I'm dancing a lot tonight. I'm to, sorry. To one of the uh, winners, and uh, or to one of the people who purchased one of the T-shirts, uh, including a copy of the graphic novel Shadow of the Queen, a Once Upon a Time graphic novel from Mar- Marvel Comics, and uh, any choice of if, if you want to grab a tea back there, Emery, to show them. One of the Adiago Once Upon a Time teas that Hope and her uh, buddy Anthony uh, put together. We'll have a link uh, to all of their teas in the show notes. But uh, our winner will get uh, their own choice of any one of these teas. And our winner, uh, you want to give me a – yeah, there we go. Okay, our winner officially is Amanda Reed. Amanda Reed. Amanda Reed. Thank you for ordering a T-shirt. And, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. I, I, I've already put you in touch with Hope via email, so hopefully you guys are getting all that sorted out. And yeah, I, again, Hope, if you're listening out there, go ahead and uh, let me know if you need any help with that or anything. Okay, uh, let's see. We're also uh, – we did mention that if we sold enough T-shirts, we were going to do drinking game commentaries for Tallahassee. And another episode. I forget which one we picked, but I have it written down somewhere. Uh, Were we doing um, Lacey? Was it Lacey? I remember Lacey. Yeah, I think. I I know I have it written down for sure. It it was probably Lacey. It was probably Lacey. But we're going to try – we might try and accomplish those over the break or at least one of those uh, since we're going to have a two-week break. Yeah. You know, so – Well, we're having one week break. We return in two weeks. That's a one-week break. Yeah, but we'll do the drinking game commentaries uh, probably over that break, or at least one of them. And uh, let's see here. Uh, One thing I wanted to mention before we get back to the main episode discussion is we – if you want to, you know, say thank you and uh, congratulations for the 100th episode, Mm -hmm. a good way to do that would be to just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, Now, last year towards the end of the year, we did rhyming reviews like we do the rhyming episode summaries, and those were ton of fun so if you want to go to itunes and leave us a rhyming review uh we'll go ahead and read it on the show like we're going to do this week emory you want to read this one since yes. it was uh from uh someone who came in from one of your other i think projects? they came from my other thing yeah okay so greetings from our go to ones podcast what oh the go to ones podcast got it yeah, I got we are confused. the go to ones we podcast. are the go to ones podcast greetings from story don't go to ones podcast stay here greetings stay here go, go. you can go to them later because stay here for now oh by the uh, way we should probably thank daniel uh, for uh, having us on the roundtables. Because stuff. that's gotten us lots of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, greetings from Storybrooke is my go-to podcast for Once Upon a Time. Bill and Anne-Marie put on a great show from the rhyming synopsis to the arbitrary episode rankings. This podcast is just so much fun, even through the Haterade episodes. They look at each episode in depth and often point out things I missed. I also absolutely love the commentaries they have done during the off-season. Thanks so much, Bill and Anne-Marie. Mwah! Thank you, Gosla. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I actually... I I was looking at the stats the other day and those commentaries have got pretty popular like i think it's generally like they find out we've done them and then they go and download all of them oh uh, you guys are bored yes 
exactly. But yeah, if you guys uh, want to leave any Ryman reviews on iTunes, we'll read them on the on the show next week. Yay. Okay, I guess we should get back uh, talking Smash the Mirror. Okay, uh, the next thing I thought that uh, would probably be relevant to talk about <laughs> was Anna. Anna? Anna. Anna? Anna. Anna's fate. Uh, this is something that's been speculated on a whole lot. Like, there's been people saying, you know, is, is she going to be an old lady when Elsa finds her again? Or is, oh, you need more magic juice? Go ahead. Yeah. Get some bubbly. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> you know, and people were wondering what was going to happen with her. We, we got some answers uh, this episode. Uh, first of all, and I called this several episodes ago, I knew there was no way she was she would have legitimately put Elsa in the urn. For sure. Like, uh, it, and it, it was good to see that she was kind of uh, not coerced, really, but that, y- you know, she had the better parts of her moral character removed uh, long enough to get Elsa in that urn, more or less. True story. And uh, I also, uh, it, they got frozen huh. in Arendelle. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Anyone I, sick of the frozen references yet? And yeah, the frozen yeah, jokes two and the, the let ago. it go. And yeah, actually, I saw some people on Reddit were doing a drinking game where anytime there was a frozen reference, they would drink. Oh my gosh, you'd be drunk before the credits. <laughs> you'd be dead, right? <laughs> you'd <would> be dead. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, basically, uh, we we know for sure now they're frozen in Arendelle. Whenever everything gets resolved, they're going to be unfrozen. It's going to be fine, and things will, like I, I suggested uh, before the season started, things will continue apace to where they can bring them frozen into and they don't have to say once upon a time didn't happen necessarily right. i but i i also I, I really enjoyed in the flashbacks how elsa kept doing like the fake outs right. on being mad at anna ah, so. la, la, la. can you let me yell at my sister mm-hmm. i'm so sorry it's okay no 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 yeah yeah and and one other thing i noticed in there they really kind of stuck out to me is there was just a look on elsa's face when uh the snow queen told her that her mom put her in the urn Right. That it just said to me that Elsa wouldn't have even trusted her for a second if she had known her mom had put her in that urn. And I, 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 I think uh, the line that came right after that, where uh, the Snow Queen says, or someone suggests that Anna and Elsa and Anna's mom are similar. And I, I thought that was another kind of nail in the coffin. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but na- nail in the coffin of Elsa's trust towards the Snow Queen because yes. obviously, you know, she trusted her mom, but she trusted her sister a lot too. Right. So if if someone's dogging on them, uh, they're probably not going to last in uh, Castle Arendelle or whatever it's called much longer. Yes. Along with Hans. What was uh, she really was? Oh, yes. She's still frozen along with Hans and um, what's his name? Not Hans. Kristoff. 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 So, okay. So, sorry. I was... Mm-hmm. Busy. Okay. That's fine. All right. So here's my slightly ranty. I'm just going to read what I wrote mm-hmm. thing. That's fair. Okay. I don't think that Anna and Elsa's parents were going for the hat. We've never actually had any confirmation from anyone from that time period say that's what they were going for. Rumple, even if he's going to say it, he's just going to agree with whatever somebody's saying to make a point or get what he wants out of said person asking questions. Also, Rumpel would have never given them a hat mm-hmm. after all of the struggles he went through to get it, but they wouldn't have been able to open it anyway. So I think that they were looking for something else, more to help her relax, control, etc., mm-hmm. not to get rid of her powers because um, their other child is Anna, who is telling her, no, you're special. That makes you special. I'm not going to do that. I'm not done. Um, 
also because as the ship was going down, um, their mom is like, Anna and Elsa must know the truth and is writing this message in a bottle that we still have not found. Yeah. We don't know where that is. We don't know who found it. We don't know if anybody found it. For all we know, Scuttle has it over on an island somewhere. <laughs> um, but I think that that letter is going to be the wrap up. Or like, tell us what they were going. It's going to tell us, and the rest of them are going to go. Oh, mm-hmm. that's what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody actually believes that their parents were going to get this hat to take her powers away. Mm-hmm. The end. I agree. Yay! That's all I have to say. Chat room. Anybody? Anyway. Well, see, like I kept coming up with like like things to add and stuff but by the time you got to the end of your screed it was pretty much all covered uh, but, but no i I, th- I think that's a really good point i i don't definitely don't think they were going for the hat like i almost want to say maybe they weren't even going to see rumpelstiltskin really exactly they were just going to yeah there was some yeah there was someone in Misthaven they needed to see it could have been it could have been anybody could have been blue it it actually really could have been blue mm-hmm. blue would be great there because well Frozen and icy stuff are blue. So the the we color, like color the, the color scheme would match. The color scheme would match. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Well, I guess we should probably talk a little bit about well, you know, for, Emma for about an episode and a half. Emma was having a major, major freakout. <sighs> episode and four fifths. <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, initially. You know, after we saw her knock over the light pole, almost knock it over on Hook and Charming last oh, episode and everything. Emma! She runs off. And I thought it was really interesting because it really reminded me of sort of like a – I don't know what the technical term is for it, but I've always referred to it as going walkabout, which is kind of like an Australian term sort of thing. You are so but, not Australian. I know, right? Weird. Uh, but uh, – you know, it, it, for people who are manic depressive and stuff, like a lot of times when they get like really bad attacks, mm. a lot of times what they'll do is they'll just disappear and they'll push away everyone who cares about them. They physically with magic, yeah, and make them bleed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, they, they'll they'll assault their sons. Uh, no, I, that, that that's probably a. That's too too dark a joke too dark, for me. Too dark. Let's go away from that. Yeah, but no, uh, Emma's kind of – her reaction to her powers going wonky uh, really reminded me of sort of like a, a manic depressive episode. A, and I, I thought that was probably intentional and I, I also really enjoyed it. And it, even even sort of like the thematic close-off point in the, the manner with Elsa talking to her and everything where she was like, oh, you have to learn to love yourself. That's – exactly what you know someone dealing with that sort of you know attack like a manic depressive attack needs to hear that they need to love themselves Mm -hmm. and they need to trust and respect themselves Mm -hmm. and so i thought it was like a really awesome really positive message kind of coming through this uh sort of fantasy fictionalized right story and everything that's a good like Mm -hmm. you know it's probably gonna help somebody oh definitely i like it definitely and i also thought it, it was interesting that this season more than any other season it seems like emma's being manipulated by everybody like everyone even you know elsa who was trying to help her and everything Mm -hmm. is pushing her manipulating her yeah is pushing her in a direction that a lot of times she doesn't seem to want to go which is really weird for this character because she's always been such the proactive character she's the hero of the story more she's the savior savior. yeah exactly and i i just uh 
I, I think it's interesting that by the once she overcomes that in this episode mm-hmm. and she's finally won and she's finally comfortable with herself and she loves herself again, she wins the thematic argument of the episode right. is, is when she finds out that that causes her to lose the entire battle and she gets the ribbon on her wrist and mm-hmm. who knows what that, that's going to do. And, but I, I really hope towards the end of the season we get to see more of a proactive Emma. Yeah. For sure. Because, I think we will. Because, you know, she's kind of been on the wind <laughs> for right. most of this season. Well, and I think she will be a little bit more proactive because now that she's like, okay, I'm going to accept it, which is weird because she seemed to accept it two seasons ago or whatever when she first discovered mm-hmm. she had the powers. Yeah. It's just because she got but pushed. The, yeah, the Snow Queen made her doubt herself. The Snow Queen too. made her doubt herself, but mm. that's, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah. But I think she'll be able to accept and push back on everything and she's gonna be like no these are my powers get this yellow ribbon off of my arm and get out Mm. of my town yeah also give me back my memories of my childhood ta-da yeah i'm interested to see what uh well i i guess it was mainly for the mirror uh the 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 whole spell and everything that she she was zapping or the snow queen was sucking those powers out of emma and elsa but i wonder uh if we'll get any really cool special effects the next couple of weeks with her kind of having, having even more power than she's had before. Um, but there'll be, I mean, she'll probably have a little bit more. She may have this mysterious frozen power now, mm-hmm. um, random snowflakes around <laughs> her head. But I mean, I don't know. They're all very powerful. They don't really need assistance. I don't know what yeah. the, I feel like she, um, snow queens up to something else mm-hmm. that we don't know about. We shall see. We shall see. Okay, uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, well, one of my favorite scenes in the episode, actually. Yeah, uh, Zen Mama Snow, um, with her with Regina. Um, first of all, <clears throat> you may want to finish buttoning blouse. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, because you you could you could see in her face she knew exactly <laughs> what had right, been going on. Right, know? and then she's like trying to bond with her and have all these like moments. And there's the dog boy logo again. Sorry about that. <laughs> Because your ears like right in it, right in the right camera. in the camera. Um, but I felt it was a return to snow, mm-hmm. like it was a return to the snow that we all okay, a lot of us love. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed normal again. She seemed herself. Apparently, all she needed was a good twenty-four to forty-eight hours running around without an infant <laughs> to become herself again. She just Not needed Bell the babysitter. Relate. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, she just needed a really strange parents' night out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's happened here. Um, but I mean, you know, getting the whole, you know, I refuse to believe that you can't earn your happiness. Um, and all the pep talks because if any two characters really do know each other, mm-hmm. these two know each other. Oh yeah. Um, with the whole, you know, you're not all evil. We have seen you change we've seen you react and she's like i'm not all good you have literally seen my heart it is spotted like (laughs) i love that they brought up the fact that there's a spot on her heart Mm -hmm. that was really exciting to me i was like oh oh look we're actually remembering things oh yeah bringing back past continuity and whatnot yeah apparently they finally read the internet so there's that yeah no that's one of the things that kind of stuck out to me about that scene scene and one of the reasons i liked it so much too is just because those two characters, at one point, they liked each other, and they have a huge history together. Like, I, I mean, obviously, Regina was there for Snow's formative years, uh, more or less. So, so it's good to see them finally getting back into a kind of kind of a good place. Oh, sorry about hitting my mic it's like, there. Did I, do that? I always do it once an episode, just you to really make sure did. everyone's still awake. 
I you know, but it, it it was really nice to see them sort of uh, fall back into that comforting sort of like mm-hmm. stepmother stepdaughter relationship, but yet almost. reversed. Yeah, it was yeah. very much. They're very mm-hmm. on an even plane now, mm-hmm. which is still a little weird. Yeah, you know, I I don't think we uh, brought this up anywhere, but. What did you think about the whole uh, Charming and Snow being like, yeah, she can probably get rid of her powers. That's cool. But, okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, it, ju- it, ju- it just seemed a little weird. Uh, it seemed very weird. Mm-hmm. They were trying to be supportive of her thoughts. Yeah. But they didn't completely they, believe it at first either. They, they seemed kind of lackadaisical about it. Just kind of like, blase. They were, which is why it was so nice to see Snow switch back to being normal Snow or mm-hmm. old classic quality Snow. Where is it? <laughs> um, all I see is Crocodile written like 17 times. Well, it um, was in the script too so it really was okay snow and charming discussing whether emma should keep her powers for her best chance i don't they can't really believe that her best chance is to not have her powers because her powers Mm -hmm. are born of true love well i mean on another side they're probably like okay well the prophecy came to pass so those save your powers Eh, she probably doesn't need them anymore she could probably lose them it'd probably be okay I don't even know if that's what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, well, I know they meh. were. They, the main thing was definitely them wanting to be supportive of her, right? So. Especially after being so not supportive last week and mm-hmm. scolding her for things she couldn't control, <laughs> yelling at her blatantly, like blatantly. she was a teenager. Not even a teenager. She, they were yelling at her. She was six. Okay, so Hook is on the hook to Rumple. Oh. In a big, big way. Oh. In a big, big way. I mean, we haven't seen a heart in so long. I know, I know, and it had to be hooks, right? I really thought he was going to die. Yeah, yeah. I may have been rooting for him <laughs> to die. Well, I mean, if uh, if Rumple's to be believed, he will eventually. Obviously, that's not going to happen. No, but I, 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 I did it. I did like that. Uh, you know, even though he's in such a, he's kind of backed into a, a corner in such a, an impossible position with Rumpel right now, especially considering Rumpel has his heart now and he can't, literally can't mm-hmm. disobey him. I did like that he tried to warn Emma, mm-hmm. even even though he knew that it could cost him Emma and that he was man enough to admit that this mistake, he, or uh, that this mistake he, he made was to win Emma, but that he was wrong in right. doing it. Ultimately, yeah, he was really like emotional. Mm-hmm. He was really emotional this episode. Super emotional, which was weird. I'd not. Too, I mean, I know it's there not. was a lot going on. There was a lot fair. going. On. I don't know. I don't like emotional hook. But I, I, I really enjoyed that. I in uh, uh, most people suspected that uh, the Snow Queen had whispered that something about Hook in Trumple's ear last week, a- and I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense, especially for. Hook to be the catalyst that will help uh, Rumple separate himself from the dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, uh, you know, as, as is mentioned and is very apparent in this episode, they have a huge history together. Uh, probably a longer history than any other two characters in the show, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Just because technically, yeah. you, you know, because Hook's been around since the old, old, old oh. days, and everyone else from back then is dead. Like as even Pan and Neil and everyone. I mean, uh, Rumple didn't. Except even- Blue. Did Rumple even know Blue back then? No. Well, Pre- pre-dark one. I don't think Rumple ever. Re- um. I mean, he knew no, this. No, he the, I think didn't. the only magical being he knew before becoming the dark one was, was the, the dark se- one. was the seer in the dark one. Yeah. Okay. But you know, so so uh, it definitely makes a lot lot of sense. And uh, 
you know, it, it's interesting to see that those old grudges don't fade. Like even even in that scene where Rumpel takes his heart and stuff, he's like, you know, you got over Mila, you'll get over it Emma t- too. It only took how many hundreds of years? Or whatever. <laughs> he's like, it'll be fine. He'll you'll be get good. over Emma. It'll be good. I now I, I I'm assuming that Rumpel without the dagger will still have his powers, his Dark One powers, mm-hmm. uh, if this. Uh, you know, spell works out for him and everything with the hat and Hook's heart and everything like that. I, what do you think he might do? You know, if there if there's nothing that can possibly stop him, I have no idea because him and Snow Queen had their little arrangement that she wants Storybrooke and he can have the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's even more disturbing. But is that arrangement even in effect anymore? Even I after no he came idea. in with the urn dust and all I that? I have no idea what is in effect with mm-hmm. anybody, especially stuff like that. I, I don't know what his end game is. Like, what does yeah. he want other than to have all of the power and well, to be separated from mm-hmm. the dagger? Yeah. Sorry, I can't handle the hair anymore. Well, as uh, the Snow Queen uh, said last week, uh, what, what does any villain want? Everything. So I, I think he. Yeah, but what does what, what that what does that mean? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, they, they, that's my problem too. Is I'm just trying to having a hard time trying to figure out what specific actions Rumble will take once he frees himself from the dagger and gets out of Storybrooke. And I, I'd assume you know that's probably will be played with a bit more later this season, right? To uh, and uh, here's my and I, I mentioned this earlier. Here's my prediction for Hook. Okay. For the rest of the or at least for the next episode, if not for the next few episodes. Here. He's he's going to be going around like a Assassin's Creed style, sneaking around, just killing all of the ma- or sucking all of the magical magical characters in Storybrooke into the hat. Who's up first? Blue, because they need a lot of magic. That's to get where this you're to work, get it. yeah, I can't think of any other character in Storybrooke who has as much magic. Okay, let's, well, let's Reg- take a moment. Regina has a little less. Let's but. take a moment. Let's talk about all of the magical characters first. Okay, Regina, mm-hmm. Blue, mm-hmm. Emma, mm-hmm. Rumple, Snow Queen, Elsa. Give me some more. Um, I know there's more. Well, I mean, all all of the nuns, I guess, because they're all fairies. Okay, all of the nuns. I'll give you three more. Tink. On that. Yeah, technically Tink is there. Tink, I, I get, red would technically red, count. That is not magic. She has that is not magic. It's a magical effect. It, it's it's a special effect. It is not magic. <laughs> it is just she's just a wolf. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, that's not magic. She can't cast a wolf uh, spell. Grumpy, he has the magical power to grump very well. No, no, I do not accept that. So there's nine. Okay, that's not that many. Well, you know, considering we never have enough. I know we can never have enough magical characters, Bobby Hawk. But uh, can, considering Emma's the savior and she's kind of the the pinnacle of uh, of magicness, maybe it'll take all nine characters to equal one Emma. Jefferson, maybe. Je- yeah, kind Jefferson. Of, I mean, yeah, because he made the hat thing happen. Although I, th- I think we're all kind of agreed at this point that Jefferson's probably not coming back. <laughs> anytime right. I'm soon just now. pointing out what's being said. Fair enough. Fair enough. Exactly. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, but I, I, I think that's what we're going to see from Hook is him kind of like sneaking around in the in the dark of night, uh, abducting magical characters and putting them in the hat. Who is he going to take first? And can we get them back out of the hat? That's a, that's actually what I wonder is if is if they're if once they're in the hat they're in the hat forever or if or, also who else is in that hat? Mm-hmm. There's more than one star. You know, 
uh, in considering this character uh, has been announced that they'll be coming back later this season. May- maybe Hook goes after Maleficent in the uh, basement <gasps> of the library because uh, he knows he's down. She's down there, doesn't he? From because him and Emma went down there, right? Yes, but I thought she was dead. She was she was stabbed with a sword as a That's dragon. True. As a dragon, but not as a human. Yeah. So. Oid. We shall see. All right, I'll uh, buy it. I've had multiple people say that Henry probably because well, the heart of the truest believer is pretty magical. Mm-hmm. See, I I still have, and I I said this almost jokingly um, before Smash the Mirror came out, but I think I think they're angling for Henry to be the new Dark One. I'm kind of okay with that. Me too. I kind of really like Jared Gilmore. Does good with dark. He does so. really good dark. <laughs> so he's I, the heart of the truest believer in believing the darkness. <laughs> The heart of the truest believer, dark dagger, boom, boom, new dark one. Okay, uh, so you had uh, some points to take us out here. Did on? I? Did I? Okay. Did. How does this? Yes. How does the Snow Queen know that he needs the heart of somebody from before he was the dark one? Where did she get this information? We saw mm-hmm. all of her interactions with the apprentice, who yeah. was the person who would have told her, who would have never told her. Mm-hmm. Well, that that was my one big problem with the whole him sending her to 1982 New York City and everything. Was that she had like no instructions? Like he had she, the scroll. She had the scroll. The scroll that would t- tell her how to find Emma. But besides that, like that she, was it. He he wasn't like, hey, uh, you need to, you know, the, these things in the wall. You plug things into them. Right, nothing. Or, there was no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was no. There will be get these. A sh- get a shot of penicillin <laughs> as soon as you get there because there's a lot of diseases and you will die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was there was nothing. no instruction. But she didn't ask for instructions. This she asked for her third magical sister mm-hmm. and to recover her other one that she had lost. So weirdness. Don't really know where to go with that. Just wanted to point out that how did she know this? <laughs> how? And she has a, yeah. really a lot of white dresses in the same exact style. Yeah. She has a knowledge gap in 1982. Uh, also trivia the year I was born. Uh, but uh, she has a knowledge gap in 1982. And we do uh, here in the modern day. Because we still don't know what went down with her and teenage Emma. We definitely need that flashback still. Uh, was there something in the chat room? or Hope correcting me multiple times about Maleficent. Oh, what did Hope correct you about? I've told you multiple times the vault down there kept Maleficent alive no matter what. It was stated in the episode she came back. As long as she's down there, she cannot die. I'm sorry. I don't retain. <laughs> I don't. There's so much going on. I don't know how you do it. I think you have a notebook of all of these things. Are you one of the writers? No. No, you're not one of the writers because, yeah. Yet. Yet. One okay. of these days. Anyway. Let's see. Do you want to yes. do, do some uh, quick reading? Yes. Because there's so many notes there I have are here. So many notes. Let me oh, find yeah. the right show. Well, uh, f- first of all, just the just uh, the the curse of shattered sight itself. I, I really enjoyed. Yes. The... Oh yeah. We didn't even mention that she cast the spell at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I th- there was even a whole like going into like the old Nordic leg- legend <gasps> and everything, yes, which I, I thought the was Nordic really legend. cool. Like I don't know if that's a real legend or not. But I'm not, sure it is. Almost. If everything. not, it should be. Someone go back in time and write it. It, it sure. really should be. Um, <laughs> I, the the when they froze them in Arendelle, I, it really reminded me of Sleeping Beauty. You know, kind of just that kingdom caught in time for decades and everything. I thought that was kind of cool. Is the Snow Queen somehow controlling Emma's powers? Is that why she can't be hurt by her powers? 
See, that's what I was thinking about because remember last week that the Snow Queen hit Emma with an ice shard right in the neck. Yes! And then this week when Emma hit Henry. It was in he the had, neck. Yeah, he had the same injury right on the neck there. And it, so I'm wondering if that's somehow all connected and everything. Although, like, it, it also seems that at this point, what, what would be the revelation or what would be the point of revealing that the Snow Queen was controlling it the entire time? Like I don't I, know. I, I don't I don't see the dramatic purpose in revealing that at this point. They could surprise me for sure. Uh let's see here. Um You hired the wicked witch as your nanny. <laughs> <laughs> um can we move past the married thing? He obviously has chosen you. <laughs> um let's see here. <gasps> I, chocolate buffet back in Arendelle. Yes, I want a chocolate buffet. No Elsa, I don't need the ice cream. I, I loved Rumpel's uh, fake out with the spell when Emma came for help, where he was like, here, I found this old spell that will help you yes. uh, get rid of your powers. And then uh, he just like chucks it in the trash. Yeah. That classic Rumpel. Still don't know whose house that is. Yeah. Uh, the manor. I, I, I'm thinking it has to be the sorcerers because the apprentice had the hat. But he wasn't there. No, but he was the last person we saw with the hat. So far. In, in the flashbacks. To the best of our knowledge. Yeah. I'm not taking anything for, you know. You shouldn't. Gospel at this point. Definitely. Uh, the uh, broken mirror. Oh, go ahead. The broken mirror in the three sisters room in the castle in Arendelle was broken in the exact same spot as the mirror in Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, ah, uh, glass in the eye. Ah, oh, God. Ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Gotham a couple weeks ago had someone getting stabbed through the oh, eye too the and eyes, I, ha- yes. I have a huge thing with my eyes like it's one of my deepest like seated phobias so every time someone gets something in there I'm like ah, ah, like that um Killian don't trust the crocodile I don't trust the crocodile ever he's frozen the library is open till 10 p.m. Well, that's that's reasonable. I, I used to hand out the library until 9 p.m. I'm from a small town. They closed at like mm-hmm. 7. Uh, da, 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 da. This, excuse me. The Snow Queen actually looked scared when she was in the circle of the dust. Mm-hmm. She actually looked legitimately scared until she figured out she could function through the mirror. Yeah. Something about that, too, is – I I mean, Rumpel explains a little little bit in the episode, but if you want to see that dust collected, go watch the deleted scene from, I believe, the season premiere. Yeah. Uh, Because they go up to the barn where the Wicked Witch did her thing, and they collect – he collects the urn dust, dust, uh, which he used on the Snow Queen in this episode. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find anything else real quick. Who pays the electric bill at this abandoned house that has all these lights on? I don't know. Are there electric bills in Storybrooke? I don't know. These are just my notes. That's fair. Um, ask your notes. Uh, notes. Please tell me. I, I enjoyed the uh, Disney end of the night fireworks that Emma <laughs> did yes. at the end. All, right. All you have to do is step in that room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just step in that room. I wouldn't do it. Not a chance. But just step in the room. Just step in the room. Just step in the room. I, I, I also enjoyed how Rumple made it all – it had to be Emma's decision and Emma's choice. Because I so don't he think had, he really wanted uh, – he wants her in the hat because mm-hmm. of the power. Yeah. But he actually kind of likes Emma Swan. I, I think it was a matter of him wanting plausible deniability too. So he could yeah. be like, no, she wanted it. She, she asked it. for she it. She walked in herself. Also, I still like less than 1% of me has a suspicion that maybe Rumpel is working at a altruistic angle here i guess we'll see okay arbitrary scale okay out of 237 talking phones how many talking phones would you give this episode 
231. 231. Why? Because it was awesome. Awesome. It was awesome. I liked it. It was good times. Um, But uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Good things. Lots of things happened. There's... I still have questions, but I'm not nearly as like, mm-hmm. oh, am I going to wait two weeks? Like I usually <laughs> am like, how can I wait a week? Like I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel happy. I see the questions, but we're good. Yeah, that's fair. And I apologize. I did just put the arbitrary scale in the chat room. It was horribly capitalized though. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. But I guess, I guess I'll answer too. I, I'm going to give it. 236 talking phones because oh. i thought if it, it, it I was mean, a, that's about as good as you get it was a really solid episode i enjoyed the frozen flashbacks which is very rare for me to say i really uh, elizabeth mitchell has completely won me over like she yeah she's her, got a lot her performance in this episode was solid as good as any villain who's appeared on the show thus far i feel like she's getting more and more range she mm-hmm. doesn't just have that blank exactly stare and mm-hmm. the very monotone I think they were doing something weird with her makeup, like the first few episodes too. I like Mm -hmm. I I'm not a makeup expert or anything, so I can't really say specifically. But it seemed like something something was a little off there. I also really like that they rumples back, true to form, being completely morally ambiguous. Who knows what he's up to? Which was my hook into the show originally. Ah, uh, The hook into the show. Sorry, my hook into the show. Okay, and let's see here. We have. there's let's see a 200 and oh you were doing literally the same thing as me yeah go ahead yeah um patty gives it 216 talking phones it was good but there was no bell i agree that's a problem mm-hmm. uh amy p 250 talking phones weren't Whoa. we out of 237 apparently amy p is just taking it to the next level she's just bumping it up bumping there. it up she, she was like she was like bill said there was more than one amy i have to prove that i'm the best amy <laughs> by i am the amiest of the amies <laughs> Okay, but uh, yeah, a really good discussion. Yeah, we went almost an hour just in our main episode discussion. Cool. We had one which, more. Hope gives it 200 phones. Emotional story is still there. Plot is okay. Mm-hmm. They're reconnecting a ton, but oh, wait, but they've been doing that since season 3B. Characters are out of character, and I'm only invested in the characters and not the plot anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so let's see here. Uh, before we get into the news real quick, uh, we should probably go ahead and thank Audible for sponsoring Audible! this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. I, now, if you're not familiar with Audible, basically what they are, you go there, you sign up for a subscription. You do? They give you uh, one free credit a month or two, depending on what uh, plan you, you sign up for. You get a free credit. You have to pay for the credit. You, you, get, a, you okay. get a free credit to start. It's the trial. Yeah, you get a free credit to start. It, when you sign up for the subscription, you get a credit a month uh, to use on whatever audiobook you'd like to use it on. Thank you for the lightsaber there. <laughs> He gave no. me toys. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, you go there, uh, and then you can pick any audiobook you want. And audiobooks are great because you can listen to them uh, while you're driving, while you're running, while you're mowing the lawn, you know, here in the winter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which you always do. And you can do it on any device you have, your iPhone, your Android phone, your uh, Ford Sync vehicle. And uh, luckily, Audible's offering a free audiobook download. Sorry. No, no it's Ford. Uh, but uh, Audible's, Audible's offering a free audiobook download uh, for you guys, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, now, we always like to give you a suggestion uh, for, w- for what book uh, to pick up with your free 30-day trial. Amory, what's our suggestion? suggestion this week the cat in the hat the cat may, I, I don't see how that's at all relevant to this week's episode <laughs> except robin hood found it in the library, except that it was in the library. 
And uh, no, but this is actually really good. It's not just the cat in the hat. Nope. It's the cat in the hat. I should probably be and sh- other favorites. Yeah, I should probably be sharing sharing the picture. You here. should be. That's usually what you do here. Yeah, this is usually what the I cat do. Cat in the hat. Oh no, but uh, this is Love the cat the cat in the hat and other Doctor Seuss favorites, and it's narrated by people like Kelsey Grammer, John Cleese, John Lithgow, Billy Crystal. That's awful. Two hours and one minute of a good old-fashioned uh, Dr. Seuss fun, including The Cat in the Hat, which was uh, mentioned in this week's episode. Uh, now, uh, to download uh, this book or any other book you might want to from Audible, go ahead to uh, audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook. And we want to thank Audible again for sponsoring this week's episode of the show. Thank you, Audible. You Thanks. rock. And now, on, on to, to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Ratings. Uh, first of all, first of all, uh, first, <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, first Behold the magic juice. I think I, I just licked my pop, pop filter. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. For Once Upon a Time's two-hour uh, outing, uh, it averaged 6.6 million and a 2.4 share, uh, down 11% and a tenth res- uh, respectively. Uh, also, for those curious about the half hours, uh, the first half hour was 2.5, then 2.3, then 2.3, then 2.3. So it dipped a little in the first half hour. Then after that, kind of uh, rode strong. Okay, uh, let's see here. We'll go ahead and uh, this is what we usually do. Uh, we'll go ahead and play the uh, promo for Fall, which is next week's episode. But we're going to describe it to you because we don't want this to get pulled down off of YouTube or anything. True story. So in two weeks. Two weeks. And, the villain. Uh, the Snow Queen's standing Snow Queen. in the leaves. She's smiling, talking to Rumple. There's a magic potion of sorts being made. They were in the clock tower. Now they're on the edge of town. There's he looks a bicycle like Snow's wheel. In jail. We're gonna they're going to tear, tear each, each other, other apart. apart. And it told us a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, I would guess that would have something to do with the uh, the spell. The spell. Yeah. Yes. The I for sure spell thing. Yeah. I spell. I spell. Okay, uh, something else we wanted to point out here, just because, you know, people might uh, be fans of uh, Peter Pan from back in the day. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what was that? Second, third about, season? About a year ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, NBC is doing a live version of the musical version of Peter Pan. Uh, Mary Martin did uh, played the character back in the day. Uh, this time it's Allison Williams and uh, Christopher Walken as Captain Hook. Uh, they put out a trailer for it. I'd recommend watching it. Ooh. It's a lot of fun, uh, a lot of dancing, a lot of stuff. Anne Marie didn't like it too much. No, not so. But we much. won't hold that against her. And hey. uh, a, another video you guys might want to check out this week. And again, you can find links to all of these at our in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Is a, a once upon a time deleted scene from this week where Snow and Elsa kind of get together and talk about uh, kind of should Emma keep her powers, should she not, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, lots of good stuff. And uh, yeah, let's see here. I think that's about it for the news. Oh, also, uh, we'll have a link to the Ariago tea uh, blend yes. by Hope and her friend Anthony or Anthony. Hope's friend Anthony. Rather, with all sorts Hope's of characters. Helped. Captain Hook, Ella, Jeannie. Elsa? El- There's no... No, there was an Ella. <gasps> oh, that Ella. Yeah, that Ella. I forgot about her. That Ella. See? You know, the one? 
the one, the Ella, the Ella, Ella, A, 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 Ella. Okay, I, <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go uh-huh. through some listener feedback here. As always, when you get done with the episode, run to your computer, email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, tweet us at gfstorybrook, the Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook, and the voicemail number, which we almost always play, is 424-274-2352. Mm-hmm. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, we have Bobby here. Uh, take it away, Bobby. Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory, it's Bobby. Uh, it looks like Anna was the one that put Elsa in the urn. I kind of was not expecting that, although I guess I should have been. But, um, you know, albeit it was under the spell of the Snow Queen, and it looks like she's like Rumple, where she doesn't quite lie to you. She's telling you the truth, just may not be telling you the, the whole truth. truth. Um, I like seeing that Henry may be finally getting into magic. Um, see where that takes us if they decide to go down that path. Yeah, they did hint. I like Regina and Robin getting together. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks what they're doing with Hook, but we all saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, you know, again, I loved a lot of, about this episode, but again, it's contradicting itself. Specifically, I point out uh, in the moment where Will... Uh, was telling Robin that, oh, the town hasn't always been magic. Uh, I thought the town wasn't always a town. Didn't the town used to be a forest? And then when the town sprouted up out of nowhere, it almost killed a poor boy and his, and his uh, father out camping in the woods. Anyway. Um, Dead father. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, the writers must really love Back to the Future because that whole scene with Regina and Robin where with uh, Robin showing Regina the page seemed like the end of Back to the Future 3 where Jennifer handed uh, Doc Brown the page from the fax machine and was like, what's it mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not going to act out the whole scene. We all know what scene we're talking Do about. Do it, Bobby. Do it. Anyway, uh, I really love this episode and happy 100th. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. And I think we have uh, some a special voicemail, 100th, 100th episode, episode voicemail voice. form that we'll be dealing with in a minute here. Okay, uh, next up we have a voicemail from Patty. Take it away, Patty. Hey, guys. I just finished watching the episode. And for a while, I had agreed that, that his dagger was more of a liability and its power over Rumpel should be taken away. But I do disagree of sacrificing the mother of his grandkids just to do it. It makes me very disappointed to see him do that. That wasn't right. But no matter how much I'm disappointed in Rumpel, I am more disappointed in the creators than not including Belle more in the episode. Really, I mean, you couldn't even add her in one dumb scene. That just takes takes it. But at the very least, I know that this week's Audible recommendation will probably be the cat in the hat. If yes. it isn't, Mm-hmm. Then I will not be disappointed in you, but I'll be questioning your sanity. <laughs> well, see you later. I hope you have a good episode. Bye. You should always question our sanity. Yes. Haven't you learned definitely. that by that, now? That's always. a requirement for listening to the show. <laughs> okay, uh, I question our sanity. Okay, our last voicemail is from Wu. Take Woo! it away, Wu. I enjoyed the two-parter for the most part, even though the part one seemed to have a little bit more oomph to it than part two did. I will say this. My favorite scene in both parts was the scene with Gold and Emma in the manor. I love that scene because it didn't seem that Gold was particularly lying to Emma about everything. 
he was being very honest in the sense that he really does believe in Emma. He really does believe that Emma can get past anything and will always make the right choice. And even though he's tricking her into making this choice, she's still kind of making the right choice for everyone and herself. And I love how Carlisle played it because he played it so truthfully and so earnestly that you almost forget as an audience member that Gold really is the bad guy in, in this story. And he's getting darker and darker and darker back to the dark one we knew back in season one. Loved his inner Interactions with Killian, Bill, and Marie have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful hundredth episode. I hope we get to 150. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Thank you very much, Wu. For <laughs> Absolutely. sure. For sure. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Amory, we have a few letters here. You want to read this first one from Ash? Sure. Okay, this one's from Ash. Hey, Annabelle, man, oh man, what a couple of episodes. Still processing, but a lot of the stuff is very, very bad. Anyway, you slice it. I certainly hope Anna and Kristoff's true love is keeping them warm here hashtag traumatic night and flashback of feels especially with rumple's dark side coming to the forefront and hook being controlled via his heart i'm getting huntsman and evil queen flashbacks shutter twitch twitch <laughs> loved how elsa and emma are coming back together hashtag girl power um and things aren't going to end well with snow queen's mirror sowing the seeds of a likely civil war in the town she won't have to do things to get rid of folks it reminded me of the legend of the four brothers in brave as a matter of fact and it looks like we've got some dark versus like meta light meta and yes possibilities and choices key with the magic storybook of magic as well in the life holy temporal um rip in time and space and smoky jr made a cameo <laughs> joy um gonna give them a combined seven and a half firework mirror shards out of 10 shutter because that's how it felt when it went from eep to happy to luke skywalker no <laughs> hugs and cheers ash ash your letters make me giggle <laughs> we always love your letters ash for sure okay uh, let's see here the next one's from other Anne marie uh she says hi bill and Anne marie i love this episode that kept on going here are my <laughs> thoughts for the week i'm sorry but regina and robin slept together in the crypt that's just creepy. True story. Very true. I do have to say this. Uh, this was a great episode for Regina. I love the interaction between Regina and Snow. I, I love the fact that Regina is talking sense into them. However, I do not like the... Uh, the Earning forgiveness. Earning forgiveness idea. Sorry. I have always uh, believed that forgiveness is given. Uh, Regina is obsessing too much on the book. I would love to know where the book is coming from, but I feel that Regina has to believe more in herself as well. She blames it too much on the book. Why did Anna close Anna close her eyes? You, you could see the shark coming from a mile away. Or I guess why, why didn't yeah. Anna close her eyes? Uh, favorite line of the episode was send sneezy <laughs> out of 20 new door portals i give it uh, 17 and a doorknob great episode uh, without all the obvious fo frozen references just a couple other of Marie. Them. yeah thank you other Anne Marie. Uh, yeah definitely and uh, as as always uh, when you get done watching the episode in a couple weeks uh, email us greetings from storybrook at gmail.com the twitter is at gf storybrook facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from storybrook and the voicemail number is 424-274 2352 again that's 424274 2352 okay uh let's see here uh now 
Is it time? It, I, I think it's about time. What we're going to do is we're going to end the episode as we normally would, but it's going to be an extra, extra episode. What we're going to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the zero episode <laughs> of Greetings from Storybrooke, and then we're going to come back and we're going to play a bunch of voicemails uh, from you guys and read some letters and kind of have a little after party. I hope uh, some of the, our live viewers can stick around. Yes, please stay. Please yeah, stay. Yeah, please stay. We, we, we want to be able to interact with the chat room and stuff and hit our microphones too. <laughs> uh, but if, if you don't want to stay or – are you going to come back to finish the episode later? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Bill Meeks. And uh, you can uh, pre-order uh, my new uh, Dog Boy Adventure at dogboyadventures.com. I of the Scarab. And Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at Simone or representing my blog at cchcblog, also uh, crunchycrafty.com. And I'm doing a cookie swap. Come join my cookie swap. Cookies! Cookies! Cookie Secret Santa. How can you beat that? And you can get a show notes, uh, links to the articles we mentioned, all that sort of stuff at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Okay, well, I guess uh, we'll be back in a couple, right after the music, if you're listening to the podcast. And until next time, greetings greetings from from Storybrook. Thank you, 100. We'll be right back. Okay. Drinky, drinky. And we're back. Thank you guys for uh, sticking around uh, through the music and everything. Uh, our live listeners actually got to hear the entire or most of most, the, most of, of the zero episode, as much as we could handle. We couldn't stand listening to it for very long. Okay, but uh, we we do want to. I'm going to get some more bubbly here, and uh, we're going to uh, we're honoring our hundredth episode. Uh, which is a milestone of sorts, and we're out of bubbly. No, that's best for me. Farewell, Magic Juice. Fare thee well, Magic Juice. But what we did is over the past few weeks, we've been having you guys send in voicemails mm-hmm. and letters and stuff like that, uh, answering three questions. Mm-hmm. How did you find out about the show? Mm-hmm. Our show, not once. Right, right. How did you find out about Greetings from Storybrook? Uh, what do you like about it? And, and what, what would you change? Yeah, what would you change? Uh, so uh, first off, we have about nine voicemails here. So what I think I'm going to do... Voicemail letter, voicemail letter? Well, I, I figured what I'd do is I'd just go ahead and play through all the voicemails. Meh. And we'll, we can just stop and start if we have something we want to throw in. Okay, fine. Okay, so uh, first Whatever. up is Bobby. And I think they all inter- identify themselves. If not, we'll stop and, and let you We'll know. intro them. So first up is Bobby. Bobby. Take it away, Bobby, as usual. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Bobby. I just wanted to call in and say congratulations on 100 episodes. I was surprised to hear you guys didn't come in until after the first season. Uh, I guess I probably picked you guys up pretty early then because it was after the first season that I started looking for a podcast (laughs) to listen to. Uh, I I narrowed it down to three or four of them, and you are the uh, ones that rose to the top, or the one that rose to the top. I don't know. I I almost enjoy this podcast more than the show. It I enjoy the camaraderie uh, between everyone, uh, the listeners during the chat, the the hosts, um, getting to interact with the hosts, and even being on a few episodes. Um, Several. It's been great and. There's been times where the shows waned here and there, um, where if I wasn't listening to the podcast, they may even have just dropped off. But uh, we will not let you, you guys keep <laughs> me coming back uh, to even if it's a bad episode. I want to hear what you guys thought of it. 
and again, congratulations on 100 episodes, 100 episodes, and here's to 100 more. Cheers. Thank you, Bobby. Cheers Cheers to you, Bobby. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. Congratulations on your 100th show. Yay, welcome, greetings from Storybrooke. This is Don O.R. (laughs) You know the name of your podcast. I'm hanging up and doing it over. (laughs) That's right, Don. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. Congratulations on show number 100. Uh, This is Don O.R. How are you? Um, I'm... We're good. I guess I'm supposed to answer these questions, and I forgot the list. So um, I know one of them was, how did you find the podcast? And um, I found it through the roundtable. Um, I, w- I listened to uh, the the ramen noodle one. It's just once a podcast. It's a once. Is that what they call it? I don't know. But um, I know those guys from Lost. I go way back listening to their podcast and um, other people associated with them because I come from the same part of the world they come from. So um, that's where I came from. I, I heard you talking on their roundtable, and I I knew that you guys were the ones with the rhyme. So I, <laughs> I searched you out, and that's why how I arrived. I greetings from Storybook, which I love. I like um, that you guys... Your opinions are not totally dissimilar from mine. Some of the podcasts, you know, they talk about things that you don't care about as much. Uh, you know, they're all different. There's so many different choices. I listen to them all, really, but I like your one. Um, oh, thank you. I don't yeah. know what the other questions were. Um, <laughs> I think you wondered if can you improve on something, but whatever. Do your thing. It's good. So there you go. Congratulations. Um, thanks for uh, talking to me, even though you guys don't actually know that I'm there listening. Well, now you do because I call in. But for for a while, like you, you had no idea I was there. I was like, we Please. assumed. Right, <laughs> you were quiet. Bye. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Hey, Bill and Anne Marie. This is Michael Lucero. I'm just calling in to congratulate y'all for your hundredth uh, episode. That's pretty impressive. Um, you asked for three questions. Um, when did I discover the podcast? Sometime, I think, in mid, uh, early mid-season two. Um, I had just discovered podcasts at, at about that time, and this is one of the first, uh, if not the first, television podcasts yes! uh, that I ever listened to. My favorite part of the podcast is definitely uh, Bill and Amory's chemistry and uh, the crazy interactions y'all have. Um, just a little extra things like Bill's intro, the, the rhyming poetry, the, the news mini jingle thing that y'all do. Do 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 news. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. That was everybody's uh, favorite for It's really hard to say since uh, the show is so great already. Uh, I know you all feel like you have to cut it off uh, when you're running a little long. But I would say you, you don't have to worry about that so much because I really like long podcasts. We're not worried about better. that tonight. But I, I realize that you all do that as much for your sanity as, uh, as for anything else. <laughs> um, the only other improvement I can think of is to make it a little bit murkier, but not too murky. But all right, y'all. That's uh, about all I have to say for the moment. So, uh, again... Congratulations on the 100th episode, and uh, uh, who knows? Maybe uh, you'll have uh, another uh, 100 left to go. All right. Take care. Bye. I, I would just like to mention that the murky but not too murky, that's actually uh, an in-joke from our burgeoning uh, Gotham podcast, Legends of Gotham at legendsofgotham.com. There was nope. a... They released a special feature uh, for Gotham before the show came out where they interviewed a bunch of like the, the tech guys and stuff. And there was a, a guy who was designing like the water for this one shot. And he was like, it uh, needs to be moiky, but not, not too moiky, which we, we've uh, kind of uh, I mean, adopted over there. I mean, you can kind of tell that that's totally something we would take. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, next up is Other Anne-Marie. Other Anne-Marie. 
Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Other Anne-Marie calling in for your 100th episode. Congratulations. As for your questions, I first heard about your show on the second round table that was held by One's podcast. And what I love about your show is the dynamics between the two of you, uh, as well as the high-spirited and positive discussions. Except for the two haterade episodes, but overall you guys are really positive. And constructive criticism. I had to think a bit about this one, but I did find something. Uh I would like to see an improvement on Bill's arbitrary scale. (laughs) I'd love it if you can keep the numbers lower so it's easier to do the math. Mainly for Anne-Marie's sake. But overall, love you guys. I I will just say that uh, when we got this, I, I... Looked over at him, and I I was like, you know, this means that I'm going to make the numbers way higher and way more difficult, and probably add decimals, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I got. (laughs) And out of ten singing episodes, I give it nine and a half because there's always room for improvement. Bye. Thank you, other Emory. Hey, Bill, Emory. I'm sorry I couldn't call you earlier, but I was having some difficulties in figuring out how to answer your questions. I finally figure out what exactly I'm going to say. And in case you didn't know, at least for your listeners, my name is Patty Morrow, and I live in Miami. The way I discovered greetings from Storybook is through the second podcast roundtable. What impressed me was the fact that the majority of those theories had come to pass. I figured it's rather the guy is psychic. He works for the show, which I now know it isn't the case. Isn't he has it? a great deal of understanding of the plot line and character development, or he was just plain lucky. Ding, At ding, the same ding, time, ding. I enjoyed listening to the way you and Emery worked off of each other, so I decided to listen to one of your podcast episodes, and I haven't really stopped listening since then. <laughs> My favorite part of the show would have to be whenever, used to be whenever you and Emery would go into a shipping debate. Considering that <laughs> aspect ended when you died, how has to say my favorite part has to be the scaling system. Or, to be more specific, hearing Anne-Marie's reaction to Bill's bizarre scale each week <laughs> is priceless and does bring a smile to my face. A way you can improve this show is by figuring out a way to read more of your listeners' emails. Because a part of the charm of this show is the fact that you guys are really accessible to your listeners. While this is understandable why you guys are cutting time out to this part of the show, that doesn't mean there can be some ways in trying to incorporate it in a future episode. Well, I hope this helps with your, with the, for the, your 100th episodes and congratulations. All right. Bye. Thank, Thank you, Patty. You, Patty. And yeah, Patty's in the chat room over here too. Bill Meeks and Marie D. Simone. This is Tim Peters calling Tim you back uh, about the 100th episode of Greetings from Storybook. So uh, I just really uh, wanted to say that I've enjoyed uh, all your podcasts. Uh, I've listened to them all with uh, with relish each week. I look forward to the rhymes uh, for. Uh, greetings from Storybook, probably the most. And uh, I also, uh, by the way, really like your riddling summaries for Gotham. Uh, I also like arbitrary scales. I've uh, come up with, you know, my own habits of uh, ranking Once Upon a Time uh, episodes on the arbitrary scale. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, no real improvements from me. Just continue to be awesome. Continue to, you know random theories like the fact that Johanna is really uh, an evil villain. And, <laughs> Johanna um, did it. She did. Yes, we hate you, Blue Fairy. And <gasps> uh, love Blue Fairy. So once upon a time is awesome. Oh, and so is Gotham. So uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> Goodbye. 
Thanks, Thank Tim. You, Tim. This is- I got into greetings from Storybrooke <sighs> out of a fluke thing. I was watching Once Upon a Time on Netflix Instant Watch, and I got into podcasts because of another podcast called Starkville's House of L about this TV series Smallville when it was on. Uh-huh. And one of the things about that podcast that was really interesting to me was I got invested into that podcast just as much as I got into the actual TV series of Smallville itself. And I wanted to kind of replicate that with Once Upon a Time. But something really bothered me. A lot of the Once Upon a Time podcasts, I was stumbling on. They didn't do one thing for me. And it's integral. They didn't make me laugh. And you, and that is how you engage me. Make me laugh. Make me giggle about this stupidest stuff. And that's what Meeks and, and AMD did very, very well. And that's what kept me coming back to the show. Yeah. Quite frankly, the one thing that I love about this podcast more than anything else is the genuine affection and friendship that seems to come through the microphones that Meeks and AMD have. You can tell that they've known each other a long time. You know that they have a genuine affection and love for each other. And I could tell (laughs) that the first episode I listened to, which was Welcome to Storybrooke, the backstory episode in season two, within like the first five minutes of listening to the guys, I knew that this was a podcast that I was going to enjoy because they love to laugh and they love to make each other laugh and they take this very seriously but still have a sense of fun and that's what's kept me coming back and that's my favorite part of this podcast. This is going to sound really overflattering and I do not mean it to sound overflattering no, at all. Fine. Never, you can never overflatter. Greetings from Storybrooke is like Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm still young enough or old enough, depending on on whose perspective it is, to remember New Coke. I never, I don't remember the taste of New Coke, but greetings from Storybrooke is like Coca-Cola classic. Why mess with the formula? I think... Just continue what you guys are doing. Just continue to have fun. Continue not to take this serious, uh, seriously as other people may or may not think that you should be. And just don't mess with the formula. I like that they bring in, like, guests every once in a while. But I just like listening to Bill Meeks and Andy and Marie DeSimone because that's what keeps me pronounce back. It. Hope you guys have a wonderful 100th episode. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, we do have questions. Thank you chat, so much, you Wu. Uh, and, and Wu's one of, one of those people who has feedback for us every week. He's I just love it. So, such great uh, listener and fan of ours and, you know, just followed us over to Gotham and all that. Yeah. So that's thank, good. Thank you very much. We thank do you. We do have some letters answering the same yes. three questions, but we do have a couple questions, questions from the yes. chat room here first. Uh, what's uh, Okay. So we have Hope wants to know, do we listen to any other podcasts, particularly any other ones podcasts? Which ones? And what are our favorite non-ones podcasts? Billiam? I now I I on occasion I'll I'll download like a smattering of some other ones podcast, but for the most part, especially during the season, mm-hmm. I tried never to listen to them because same I I kind of want to you know I stay pure. 
so yeah. that my I don't pull someone else's opinions. Sorry, exactly, or reason. theories, or mm-hmm. anything else like that. You know, but uh, you know, on the off season, I'll definitely you know I'll download uh, like Daniels or mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Rooney and Colleen's yeah. uh, Once Upon a Time fan podcast. I think it is. Yeah, those are the two that I've listened to a little bit. I was mm-hmm. actually more when I was working retail and I would be working in the back room. Yeah, um, that's what I would I would listen a lot to mm-hmm. Once Podcast. Um, but yeah, they started to a, have some different opinions, so I started to veer away to others. <laughs> there, there's a new one from Golden Spire Media, which uh, we were on a panel at DragonCon last year with uh, you. No, both of us. Oh, that was on yeah, that panel on, on the uh, fan casting panel. Oh, I was like, I was not uh, but on uh, the one, one of the, one of the guys who runs that uh, start. They started Beyond Storybrook. I keep meaning to oh. check out. I haven't yet. I didn't even know about it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's this just is me and my bubble. It's Did just you know? new this year. Uh, it's because I obsessively check iTunes and stuff. You do. Uh, but as far as like podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis, I guess I'll stick with a fan cast uh, that I listen to and ones that actually kind of inspired the way we approach this show. And that's uh, Radio Free. Scarrow, which is a Doctor Who uh, fan cast that I've been listening to for several years now. And they, they always do a really good job. And actually, like, you know how in the news section we always lead with ratings? Mm-hmm. I totally stole that from them. Oh, <gasps> you stole that. I things. totally did. Ew. I totally did. I feel dirty now. And then another one that I actually don't listen to a lot anymore, but kind of influenced the way we approach or I approach this. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, you know, philosophically as a podcast, we approach mm-hmm. uh, analyzing the stuff is a DC Comics fan podcast called Raging Bullets. Uh, that I've been listening to for a number of years. Actually, I think I started listening to it uh, like probably like seven years ago or something. Oh, like wow. Uh, and, and a couple of uh, Sean and Jim up in Cleveland. If you guys ever interact Cleveland! with them, tell them that uh, you know I owe them a huge debt. <laughs> they, they inform a lot of what we do here on Greetings. Uh, Emery, what about you? I do not listen to nearly as many as you, nor have I been listening to them very long. Um, I... <laughs> You'll notice a common theme with mine. I listen to Manic Mommies, <laughs> and I've been listening for the better part of their 400 episodes. 400. Mm-hmm. They've been doing 400 episodes. It's mm-hmm. kind of disgusting, but kind of amazing all the yeah, same time. Yeah, they completely lapped us. They lapped us a lot. Um, then I listen to Nerd Parents over on Frog Pants. Mm-hmm. I listen to Blogging Betty's to try and figure out what the heck I'm doing with my life. Um, yeah, speaking and, of frog pants, I should probably mention I listen yeah. to Scott Johnson's yeah. uh, The Morning Stream yeah. most mornings too when I'm working. And stuff. Yeah, um, and I occasionally listen to Current Geek. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on Current Geek. You have been on Current Geek, so you probably listen to it every now and again at least. Every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I listen to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. Those are my go-tos. Excellent. And uh, let's see. I what else we got? Hope also asked, what are some of our favorite moments or memories from the last 100 episodes? Uh, we don't retain any memories. <laughs> Haven't you noticed we don't retain anything? You you said earlier, Hope, that you had to point something out to me for like the fourth time. Yes, because it doesn't stick. <laughs> Nothing sticks in here. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to remember. I Well, I think, uh, you know, our episode on Tallahassee. <laughs> Tallahassee. That's what sticks. De- definitely. The, Tallah- the screaming tallahassee and yeah yeah and i i also think i oh what was it i think it was like episode nine or ten i felt like we really found our voice because a lot a lot of like like probably like the first five or six or seven episodes it was really just kind of like recounting the plot 
of of the episodes and stuff like that. And then we realized if we sat down and we watched the episode a couple times, Mm -hmm. took copious notes. Like I have like six pages of notes right here. I am halfway through Mm -hmm. a notebook and we're not even halfway through the season. Yeah, And then just excerpted Mm -hmm. only the best stuff that Mm -hmm. we wrote down and only the stuff that interested us the most that we we would have it. it, Much better. We could keep the ball in the air and keep the podcast moving and keep it going and stuff and touch on all the major stuff that we found exciting about the episodes Mm -hmm. too so uh, kind of going with that like one of my favorite memory moments whatever is the progression that we've made um we started off recording at a kitchen table (laughs) then we moved to a frigid or melting garage depending on the season Mm because atlanta um then we're now in this studio which yeah. is well kind we were in the the we other were in the room. back room and now we're into the and front room here. because that's where the computer went mm. but it's so cool to now be in like a set um mm. set really yeah, and the we fact can come that we, in and decorate and stuff right and... we can decorate and we do video now like that actually is probably one of the biggest things is when we made the decision to do video mm-hmm. um because it's cool and having a chat room like yeah. i feel like i'm a little big league now that we have a little chat room yeah and even I, when i get distracted i, by I also people. enjoy now that if we have like a, a theory that ends up being true or just some sort of cool moment or mm-hmm. something we can pull out the video and, and put out Post a clip it. out there right. that people can check out too like we did that with the rhyming summaries a few weeks back we are uh since we do arbitrary scales for both this podcast and gotham uh at some point i'm going to pull all the video episodes we've done this half season for both shows and put together an arbitrary scale video which i think will be really cool that's too. gonna be awesome uh let's see here any other what's the next uh yeah. episode zero let's see patty said you mentioned in episode zero who your characters after a hundred episodes who's your favorite living character now mm-hmm. is there a show or movie that you will n- that you know will never be on the show but you still would like to see it on the show both disney and non-disney okay uh well let's see for that first episode or favorite first question character. i i i not sure what I said for the episode zero, but it was probably Rumpelstiltskin. And it's and probably still Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, I was going to say from this week's episode, you can very much tell that I'm still completely enamored of Rumpelstiltskin. Absolutely. Um, I know for a fact that mine was Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know anymore who my favorite character is. Yeah. I've never been huge on Emma, but I'm slightly leaning more and more towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've... I feel like I've kind of been liking the half season or little arc people a little more. Mm-hmm. But again, give me Panry or give me death. Uh, by the way, uh, Hope mentioned, yes, Gus Gus calling in was totally oh, well, Gus, a Gus. favorite memory. Oh, my God. I, yes. That's implied. That's I mean, implied. It, yeah. I, but, uh, let's see. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Things are popping up all of a sudden <gasps> now. <gasps> Out of a world that I would really like to see uh, show up in the show. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this just the other night because I, I, I think you saw on Twitter something, maybe like some Marvel references or something coming coming on the episode. More things I don't understand. And I thought what would be a really cool way to bring Marvel into Once Upon a Time is I don't know if you guys are familiar with Neil Gaiman's uh, miniseries he did a couple years back called 1602, where nope. basically it's the Marvel Universe, but it's set in, you know, medieval times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, all the characters are there, Spider-Man, Hulk, Doctor Strange, everybody. But it's all in a medieval setting, which I thought would kind of jive really well with uh, Once Upon a Time and Mist Haven. And it could just be another land like Arendelle, right? And it, it, that would be really cool. Uh, what about you, Henry? Wingardium Leviosa! 
Wingardium Leviosa. So you're saying Harry Potter. I am saying Harry Potter. And I had to find you're a, a pencil. You're a hot on the mic there. Whatever. <laughs> you should expect that almost two hours in. I do. And half a bottle of champagne. This is very true. Um, and I have a prop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I would love, love, love to see Harry Potter be running around with Henry solving mysteries. I mean, come on. It, it just screams that it should work together. Also, Hagrid. Definitely, definitely. Okay, and one more question here before we get to the letters. Uh, pa- Patty wants to know, if we have the choice, would we ever want to live in Storybrooke? Yes, and I would never want to leave. Definitely. I definitely. Mean, as long as I had magic. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in that land without magic. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> land without magic. All right, let's see here. We should probably get into some of these letters yes, we have here. because we have, like, a lot. Yeah, we do have a lot. Do you want okay. me to read the first one? Uh, yeah, Yeah, ahead. since you're hitting your mic. Yeah. Okay, this one's from Martine. Um, I found greetings over a year ago when I was looking for podcasts to listen to after the Once Upon a Time Season 2 official ABC podcast was canceled. That's a really long name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I subscribed to all of the Once podcasts yeah, out there. I do there. miss that official podcast, though. That was nice. I never listened. Um, but greetings was the one that stuck and I've re- recommended to a friend as well. Thank you. Um, who's just as hooked on it now. Um, I like the different viewpoints that are included in the show, and you take great care in analyzing different plot points and characters, which I find lacking in many other discussions of the show. Twitter, obviously, but also in Tumblr, where things could be discussed in longer form. And because you um, you do have different opinions on lots of characters, it keeps things interesting, and it creates a real exchange of ideas. Also, the banter between you two is hilarious. Keep up the good work. I mean, I keep wanting to throw things at him. Oh, uh, just for entertainment. Um, I haven't enjoyed the addition of the weekly guest every time just because the problems with Skype connections and such, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which has complicated the flow of the show quite a bit. Yeah, I felt that a little too on occasion. On occasion, but yeah. it's been great having more people to interact with. Definitely. Uh, I'd rather have more feedback included or actually have guests write or phone in specific analysis of an important scene of a dynamic among the characters from that week's episode. I, st- I studies literature. Okay. <laughs> I spell check the literature. Um, so I enjoy that nerdy detailed stuff. Um, I can't say anything. I typo everything. Like uh, I'm He sure- misspelled week this week. I was going to say, I'm sure there's so many typos in like the show notes for I'm all sure. the hundred episodes we have today. It would just be embarrassing to go back. And okay. Um, but apart from that, just keep doing what you're doing. That's why we're all listening. Smiley face. Thank you, Martine. Thank, Thank you, you ver- so, so much. Very much, Martine. And, uh, you know, I, I hope if nothing else some of those hiccups and stuff with skype get smoothed out a little We're bit in the audio podcast yeah. because we do do a little uh juking like we i i run a filter that shortens the silences on the audio podcast by like half mm-hmm. so hope, hopefully they they cut those down a little bit too because i i hate when that happens but sometimes it's just unavoidable right you know sometimes people don't know mm-hmm. that their roommate is watching something on netflix it just happens exactly exactly <laughs> i think that was other Amory. that was other Amory. <laughs> We love you, other Amory. Okay, uh, yes. let's see here. I'll, I'll go ahead and hit these two here. Uh, first off, I, and uh, Wynn hasn't been watching Once Upon a Time this season. She kind of fell off. Wynn Mer- Mercer, uh, she was always there with a, a letter or a voicemail for us for years and years and years. Uh, but she went ahead and tweeted us today, congrats on your 100th episode. My favorite part is your theories and fan theories, often so much better than the real show. We try. It, we try. It, we miss you, Wynn. We do miss you. Yeah, you, you always were our weekly feedback for a while. Like 
like this chat room we have here, all these letters we've gotten for probably like the first 10 or 12 or 15 episodes, it was Win. It was all Win. Because Win Win actually knew me because I I used to cover uh the Dragon Con convention the here Dragon in Atlanta. Con. Uh, the Dragon Con uh, for a site called Bleeding Cool. And uh, it, one year I decided to do a sponsorship so I could have a, a hotel room down there at the convention so I could do all the editing and stuff down there. Mm-hmm. And she was one of my sponsors. And mm-hmm. then when we started greetings, she came over and started listening and just became, oh, yeah, here's her And then she gave me book. this for my birthday, her book. Yes. Yes. Uh, right here, City of the Gods. You can find that on Amazon. It's a whole series. Yep. A uh, good stuff, but I we we love Win and thank you so much for uh, taking the time to just uh, send us that tweet, Win for sure. And uh, next up, we have a letter from Jasmine. I got you. And Jasmine says, "Hey guys, congrats on 100 episodes. As usual, you don't have to read my comments, but you know we will. What I like most, <laughs> uh, since you guys started recording live, we've all gotten to know a little bit more about the back of the set." <laughs> I actually think that if I were ever to meet Bill in person, that I wouldn't recognize him unless I was standing back and to his right, and he occasionally turned his head to make a funny face at me. (laughs) Seriously, keep up the great work. I look forward to your podcast each week more than I do the actual show. Keep up the funny. P.S. If you do read my comment, Bill, or if you do read my comment, can Bill make a funny face for me? No. See, I wish I had a camera to make funny faces. What is that? I was just about to say that's Robin Hood face. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Jasmine. And actually, I think uh, because she sent this in right before we recorded Gotham last week. And I think I mentioned something about the camera angle. And Uh I think she thought like we were like upset about it or something because she emailed us again. No, it's totally fine. Cracked us up. And if you notice, we moved the camera angle. We did move it a little, but that was so we could fit the the hundred. I'm really bad at this. But it has the added benefit of letting you guys see my face a little more. Versus the back of his head. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jasmine. And as I mentioned in my email back to you, cracked us up. Okay. Uh, The next one is from Victoria, Westmoreland, which I keep thinking Westmoreland County over in Pittsburgh Mm because I, you know, born and raised area. Okay. Anyway, good morning. I just wanted to say a quick congratulations on your 100th episode. I found your podcast through the big panel discussion of Once Podcasters during the summer of last year. You were so fun during the panel that I had to check out your show and now I listen every week. I cannot pick just one favorite part of the show and my only constructive criticism is I wish that the podcast could be longer somehow thanks so much for all of your hard work and dedication thanks thank you victoria thank you we really with the length of the show Mm -hmm. it's kind of we're like okay an hour the show's an hour we're an hour yeah that works out perfectly it's a good commute podcast it's a good workout podcast that's the thing too is like i like to go to bed before midnight (laughs) um these are things that contribute to our length anyway sorry yeah but no it feels weird to do like a an episode about a specific episode of a show and have it be much longer than the episode (laughs) right it just isn't us for sure but uh like we said earlier uh you know i i don't know how how positive i feel about extending the length of the show every week Mm -hmm. but i do feel definitely positive in the community we've built around the show and finding some other podcasts that me and amory can do that isn't necessarily tied to a show where you because you know if it's Mm -hmm. i don't know random idea like covering news stories about a particular topic or something i don't feel bad going an hour and a half because it's all original content and it's all original discussion Mm -hmm. 
where with this it's based around a show and I feel like it should be kind of bound in around the right. confines of that show time-wise and stuff. And I also think a lot of times that if you extend the conversation out past that length, uh, that it can get a little bit, I don't know, navel-gazy and a little bit off. You can start walking down paths that, while interesting, don't really enhance your enjoyment or Our understanding enjoyment. Right. of the show. Yeah, and that's also another- you record voiceovers for a living, and you need your voice. Yeah, my voice generally wears out about, about an hour now. Into. It's really going. Yeah. So, and, and another thing too is just that you know, if, if we extended the conversation much longer, and we do a lot, especially when we have guests, but as much it, as we can, it, it becomes less fun for us as we go on. Uh, <laughs> You know, as we go on deeper into the episode, too. So, I, I mean, I, I think we, we've tried to strike a good balance, for sure. What, what are you laughing at? Okay, I'm laughing at Hope saying that you ruined Sean McGuire for her. Um, when he came on The Wife Beater, I was really excited until I remembered Robin Hood face. I Robin couldn't Hood enjoy face. the hotness anymore because that's all I stared at. Well, if, if we can say one thing for this podcast. That's what we've done. That, so, speaking of Hope. I was just uh, going to say I'll read her. Oh, you want to read Hope? I'll read it. Okay. Because your voice is starting to go. It is a little bit. <clears throat> okay. How and when did you find greetings? I think I found a bunch of podcasts at the same time. I started watching once a few weeks before season two started. I went on iTunes and followed a bunch of them. I wish I was more, I wish it was a more glamorous story, but that's the truth. Um, what is your favorite part of greetings? Do, 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 do. News. Uh, more seriously, you guys are so good at not stepping on each other's toes, which I always feel like I'm doing. Um, a lot of podcasters talk over each other or cut each other off, and you guys make sure that you both and your guests each get a chance to speak. That makes discussion portions my favorite. That's true. Yeah, we're, we're I, so I, courteous. I, I, I don't know what you're I think what helps is that we're in the same room, so we can kind of do nonverbal cues, and we it was kind of a problem. Uh, the when first few live – or no, the first few live video episodes because it used to be what I would do is I would point to you when it was time <laughs> you for your can't point. point to me. And, yeah, it looks rude if I'm just like, hey, you, you over there, yeah, talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OK. Um, what could we improve? I'm going to mention a little bit that I wish your show was longer, but you know my stance on that, Miss Four Hour Podcasts or whatever. <laughs> um, the only reason I say this is Which because – Which we've taken part in. We have uh, – I had to – go away yeah you got too magic juiced i got way too magic (laughs) juiced sometimes cheers um the only reason i say that is because i never feel like you guys get into the meat of the story or the character i've reached the point where i'm only invested in the characters at once the story and the plot is silly and constantly retconning there i read it right that time hope um the earlier (laughs) seasons they're contrived and don't make sense and the characters are my only investment in the show i can't recall you guys ever doing an in-depth character breakdown or analysis we were going to but it was and then we didn't it was sort of like those uh commentary things where we're like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this i think we did one yeah. It, it was bad. We we did the pilot commentary and then we didn't do another one for like two years. And then we did like 12 or 15 years. Yeah, but no, we, we did one in depth. Did No, we we, we never – Okay, we up. prepped one but we didn't actually <laughs> record it because I, I know, remember prepping it. I know we did Funeral for Our Friends last year, which was kind <gasps> yes, of similar. Kind of, but it was still touched mm-hmm. on a lot of things. Okay. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. I can't recall you guys ever doing a deep – going doing an in-depth sorry reading character breakdown or analysis i'm not sure if you have really delved into the psyche of the characters nope haven't sorry um what makes them tick looked at the journey from 
Then now, you guys usually focus on the plot, state your theory, and move on to the next point. Lately, I'm not getting from your show anymore what I used to get. Since I'm not invested in Wants' plot, and you guys focus mainly on the plot in your podcast, it's been pretty, pretty unfulfilled lately. I'm so sorry, Hope. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I did like okay, – because this kind of kind of hit me where I live. So I went back and checked today, and yeah, there there is a lot of plot-specific stuff. I, I think we did like I, – I checked like the last like six or seven episodes. And at least at least we lead off with character related analysis. We try to like most. I, I think most of the episodes I checked, we let off with character related analysis. So uh, sorry if if you've been feeling that slacking hope, but we'll be fixing it. We'll be trying. trying. To, yeah, we'll be trying to tweak that. Um, what I would love to see from you guys is maybe in the hiatus have a character focused episodes, mm-hmm. have an episode focused solely on Emma, on Rumple, on Snow, on David, on Regina, etc. Really getting into their characters, get into the meat of who they are get into the meat of the show really delve into the whole story of the plot until now um there's a reason i like long podcast episodes <laughs> there's reasons we don't do them um our formats are very hard for me because i constantly feel like it's a reader's digest version of something that would be stellar if given two hours maybe on occasion you guys could do specials where it's longer episode hey here we are yeah um, very much longer I, I i will say that i think more so than Reader's Digest versions. I think we do the now, that's what I call music yes. version of Once Upon a Time. We we do the best stuff from, you know, that year yes. or, or that episode. Um, for someone who's invested only in the characters and not the plot, I've been feeling a bit out in the cold lately with greetings. Um, congrats on number 100. I'm so proud of you guys. Hope. P.S. I really want someone to do a really, in, really deep discussion of the Knave of Hearts connecting him from Wonderland to now. LOL. Well, thank you, Hope, for writing in. I'm sorry that you haven't been mm-hmm. enjoying the show as much as you used to. Yeah, um, I can definitely see if we get around to character bios like we had wanted to do, though. Definitely, Will Scarlet would be a perfect one to do on, especially during the hiatus, because he's supposed to play a much bigger part in the next half season. Right. Um, and sort of going, Hope said in the chat, maybe once a month do feedback episodes or recap the points that you guys didn't get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to quite tackle that issue. We have really been making an effort to post a lot of the longer feedback that we've been getting that mm-hmm. has been sent exclusively to us on our blog so that it does get the um, publicity that we feel it deserves and yeah. sending out specific tweets and Facebooks and all that. And I will it. say, you know, your your letters might not get out to as many people as they do on the podcast, but they, they're, they're still getting a lot of hits, hits on all of those posts. So. Right. Um, so it's just really hard because we are recording now two podcasts and soon probably three podcasts a mm-hmm. week while having jobs. Um, <laughs> it's really not it's really just hard for us to do any more than what we're doing things will be changing here shortly as i um start to dedicate more and more time Mm i.e not having the job anymore (laughs) um more to our creative projects Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be solely the podcasts so um we're doing what we can mm -hmm. we're trying to make everybody happy but in the end we do have to do what works for us also. Yeah. And I mean, there there are going to be some big shifts structurally and yes. how we do things creatively and even, yes. you know, how we do the video episodes week to week, which will also give new opportunities for audience participation mm-hmm. in the future, too. Yes. 
Uh, let's see here. I think there was more, right? Yes. Yeah, there's Lizzie. A, yeah, one more from Lizzie. You go ahead and uh, read, read Lizzie's. I'm going to go ahead and pull up this nice graphic she made I love for this. us. Oh, she made the graphic? Thank she, you, Lizzie. She made the graphic. I think I closed it elsewhere. Okay. Hold on. Um, hey, Bill and Amory. Happy 100th episode. Lots of exclamation marks. Woo! Um, I found greetings when I first got into the fandom side of Once Upon a Time. I had just finished Manhattan and I needed to talk to and hear from from others so i started to look for podcasts to listen to and you guys showed up and i haven't missed an episode since whoop whoop um my favorite part of greetings is the tie between the amazing chemistry you guys have together as hosts it's so much fun to listen to you guys because you guys have an amazing energy that's the caffeine um and the fun rhyming summaries i mean how many other podcasts make the episode summaries rhyme again happy 100th episode but you're still younger than rumple <laughs> can you tell i didn't read ahead thank you lizzie yeah thank you lizzie and thank you very much for that graphic too and we actually that's kept, awesome we actually kept a, uh, i think the highest number of live viewers we had tonight was 25 which is a record wow uh, are but we, we don't really like 10 maybe yeah we we're usually float between 10 and f- or 10 and 15 uh but we've managed to keep like 8 to 10 like through this other extra this craziness that we're doing here. yeah i just went ahead and put in any last call for any last additional uh, questions and uh, hope says i uh, still enjoy you guys i seriously love you guys don't mean to be so harsh we understand we know you're not being harsh you're just sharing no. your opinions which is what we ask we, for yeah we ask we're for, just giving you our opinions back we ask for constructive criticism not destructive criticism which is now exactly if you what write in and say why is it like this well see then we just click delete and we don't read that one <laughs> just kidding why don't you guys fight to the death we would have deleted that as well no i don't have a weapon um <laughs> let's see what did she say um, are there any other uh questions or comments no i was just comments? gonna go um amy p says i tend to listen to two different episodes while i walk my dog only because mm-hmm. i tend to only listen to part <laughs> of one one day and mm-hmm. if that episode is finished to go on to the next one you know actually amy uh that that's a very similar to what i do because usually what i do is i listen to podcast on my walk and I, it's usually about a 40-minute walk, so I get most of one episode in, then I start on the next one, and then I start on the next one, and you know. Yada, 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 yada. It's good times. Good times. Okay. Okay. It I looks th- like no more. I think that's about it. So episode wow. 100. In we did it. Can. Whoop, whoop. Yes, we can. There's a lot of whoop, whooping tonight. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's a celebration. It is a celebration, and it's 1030. Wow. <laughs> it is. Five we o'clock did, comes early. We did a two-hour episode. They, that's, a they, lot, that's a lot for us. Yeah, especially considering this, this year, uh, since we've been doing the live video episodes, every episode of Greetings from Storybrooke has been a record-breaking like length episode, except yeah. for, I think, one. Yeah. So you people who are complaining that we're not <laughs> long enough, they just keep getting longer and longer and longer. What did she say? Uh, she, I hope, had a question. If you guys could have a character come back, dead or alive, who would it be? Neil slash August? <laughs> Because I want both of them. I, I was going to say August, actually. Yeah. Although Henry Sr. would be nice. Oh, Henry Sr. No, I still want Regina Neil. could have her daddy again, even if it was like a zombie daddy. daddy. No, no more zombies. <laughs> the zombie did not end well. I have earphones. Oh, I'm so sorry. You have earphones in eight hours a day. Bobby Hawk. I have, I have them started, on eight hours a day. I've started doing that, but I've started playing Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I'm that person that has my Christmas tree up. <gasps> Rumpel! Rumpel, hi, Thank Rumpel. you for joining us, Rumpel. Rumpel a special guest. It's Rumpel still Can I hug him? 
How you do can. I hug him? You can. Here, I'll just put my yeah. arm. I'm oh, just gonna put my arm urn. around the urn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How does Audible work? I, How? I, sorry. Ask me off the air, Hope, and I'll help you out. Uh, Coming soon with, with that sort of stuff. Actually, we 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 might be dropping Audible as a sponsor soon. As we as may have part other of some things structural up. stuff going on. Like I said, some big stuff coming on is UniverseBox.com. That's, <gasps> that's the yes, truth. UniverseBox.com. Is there Uni- even anything there? No, there's not. <laughs> There's absolutely not. So don't if go you there. Follow universe <laughs> underscore box coming soon. Okay, I, how do we end this since it isn't part of an actual episode? Do it the way we normally do. Okay. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually play the theme on the track again for us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I, thank you guys so thank much you. for listening. Thank you for sticking if listened, around. If you've listened this deep in, you are a true, true greeting from You have fan. the heart of the truest believer. Gosh darn it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Okay, let's see here. Where's the long one? There we go. Okay, let's see here. I have the theme. We're good to go. Our theme? Yeah, our theme. We're oh. going to we're gonna play out and then Do take I get off. to dance? Can I dance? Thank, you can definitely dance. We will Gosh. both dance with Rumple. Rumple. He's right here. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around so long for our special two-hour episode. We will be back in two weeks. Whoop, and whoop. We probably won't be doing the uh, drinking game commentaries live because that might be weird with That'll like stuttering and much. stuff. But we'll we'll probably do video and post the video anyway. Yeah, why not? Okay, so I guess that's about it. Until, Until next, next time. time. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Storybrook. Woo!